Yo, before we get into this podcast, I want to ask for a huge favor from you. And that is if you have or you are getting value from this podcast, if you were to leave us a review or subscribe, it would mean the world. And quite frankly, selfishly, it's because I want to, we want to continue sharing these conversations, this medicine with the world. And when you leave a review, when you subscribe, it's a vote. And we would love to have your vote. Nonetheless, thank you so much and enjoy. What is going on, fam? If you are watching this or listening to this, I want to start by saying thank you and I guess welcome to the Follow the Wolf podcast. One little tidbit about this podcast is that it is largely uncensored and focused on truth and real, raw, honest conversation. So even this right now, this isn't scripted. None of the conversations that I have with uh, the guests that we're going to be speaking with, the people that we'll get to speak with will be scripted. But I wanted to put that out there because you might notice that at times it seems like there's not an immediate structure or there's not an immediate method. However, there is something that is being worked uh, kind of in the unspoken, but part of the reason why we're doing the podcast this way, or maybe let me get to the mission first. The Follow the Wolf podcast is on a mission and has an intention to empower people to live as a function of truth. That through having real, raw, and honest conversations with people, with guests, with everyday people living their lives, sharing their experiences, sharing their struggles, hardships, things that they overcame, and the lessons that they gleaned from those lessons, because we adhere, we inside of like the community, adhere to this idea that to, to be, to express truth, I'm sorry, to repress and to hold back truth is like drinking poison. It's like taking poison versus to express truth is healing. So truth expressed or truth withheld as poison, truth expressed as medicine is the, is the actual quote that I heard from an Aubrey Marcus post way back when. And I'm a huge, a huge product of why this podcast even exists. I will be honest is because of his podcast. It inspired me like the conversations that he was having about plant medicine and psychedelics and neuroscience and just interviewing people from all walks of life, sharing their expertise, sharing the things that help them to make that next step in their life. And I think that so many of us, we're, we're up to something or we want to be up to something or maybe we feel stuck, whether we're up to something or we're feeling stuck, that there's something in the way of us getting to whatever that next step is. And I think that truth, living as a function of truth and being willing to be in the uncomfortable pursuit of the truth and not just personal truth, like the truth that we adhere to personally, because it's not about what I think is truth. It's about finding fundamental, universal, foundational truths that are going to serve us. And what's going to serve me is going to be different than what serves you. And that's why with the podcast, there is an encouragement to, uh, as the Bruce Lee quote says, to Uh, to take what is useful, leave what is not, and add what is uniquely your own. Because fundamentally, me or any other person that speaks, we're going to share things that work for us, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it will for you. You have different biology, psychology, neurology. You have 
a different personality, different past life experiences, traumas, triumphs, all of the different spectrums of life experiences, you've had those and those will impact what will and will not work for your journey. But fundamentally at the core of it, we believe that if we can have these honest, real, raw, unfiltered conversations, that it can be a pathway to tapping into our greatest infinite potential. And really one of like the hidden agendas is this intention of elevating consciousness. Whatever your belief system, your path is, I don't personally think that any one of them are necessarily right or wrong. I think it again comes down to what is going to uh, most serve you in your path. I know some people say might not agree with that because of uh, their devoutness to their religion or philosophy, which is totally fine. I honor and respect that. That's one of my truths is that your truth is important and also that I have a committedness to getting as much universal and collective truth as possible through this process, which is why I think that it needs to be real, raw, and unfiltered, and that the journey and the documentation of it is uh, designed to invoke and inspire taking an imperfect action, which quite frankly, that this podcast was founded on a number of them and also is founded on some truths like uh, this podcast should have been out sooner, air quote, as I air quote my fingers in the air because uh, the original the first podcast which will be coming out shortly after this introduction video uh, was recorded in April of 2020 right when the pandemic hit and the first conversation was right at the brink of it like what was going on and the different things that we were learning and cleaning from that and although we're almost a year later uh, I think that the information in all of the podcasts recorded after that that one and all those after that are still relevant because what we are experiencing collectively is, uh, I call it what you'd like. I would say it's a, it's a waking up and whether you put it in a consciousness context or whether you just put it in a sense of like snapping out of the hypnosis of the mundane day to day routine things that we do in and out, just kind of getting through, uh, getting through life and, COVID, the pandemic, and everything that came uh, as, a, as a byproduct and even just in general afterwards, it shook people. I think it shook people like you would, like if you had shaken a baby, which don't do, it's terrible, don't shake babies, people. But if you had shaken a baby and it woke up real abruptly, or even a human, just in general, if you shook somebody while they're sleeping, they wake up real abruptly, it's like that. Like something was thrown into your comfy plan, this idea that you had of how your life was going to go, how it was gonna be, and all the structure that you had set up, all of a sudden, you tossed out the window because many of us were left without jobs. Many of us uh, maybe lost our places to live. We lost the, the roof over our heads. We lost the food on our table fill in the blank like we all know what came as a product of that i will say from personal experience that covid was an awakening that everything that you thought was so certain is not actually as certain as you'd think and that the thing that was ripped away from us connectedness community or people was the thing that we needed the most and as we start to dive deeper, to dig deeper and get to, what's that? What's that word? Rock bottom? No. Ground break? There's a word, but getting to the, it's a Minecraft term is actually where it's coming from for me if anyone's ever played Minecraft. But the very, very bottom, if you dig, 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 you get to, someone's gonna be like, oh, I know what that is. 
there was like a way to comment, you could totally comment, but I don't have that right now. So uh, getting to the very, by the way, I'm out in a park right now. You might hear some screaming, some yelling. I was just trying to make sure that this got done because no more excuses, just action. So getting to the bottom, getting to the base, getting the foundation. And that comes from having an honest dialogue from getting, when we say truth, it really is about living inside of a container where we are constantly committed to the truth and truth exists beyond right and wrong of, you know, me wanting to be right or prove you wrong or right and wrong of morality. It's what is it at core, the, the nature or the essence of a thing. And that living as a function of this truth to follow the wolf is to follow your dream, is to follow your aspiration. It's to live as a function of a life that you create and intend versus living at mm, the whims or the changes of the winds. It's it's choosing to live on purpose, to, to quote a, a Jay Shetty podcast. His name is called On Purpose. It's to be on purpose. It's to be intentional because if we're not being intentional, then we're certainly you know, the opposite side of the spectrum is just being unintentional and unintention, unintentionality, if that's even a word, is going to lead likely to results that aren't in alignment with what we seek. So getting to the core of these truths, it means having that difficult conversation with your spouse or your partner and telling them how you're really feeling and how things aren't serving your greatest good. It's having that difficult conversation with your boss, where whether it's asking for a raise or telling you you need to leave or leaving that job that you've been and known for so long. It's getting honest with yourself about who you've been, how you've been functioning, and actions that you've been taking, and asking yourself, is this in alignment with my truth? Is this in alignment with my intended future? So for anyone who knows me on a personal level, you would know that my name uh, from the time I was born was Jared, Jared Castillo. That was the birth name I was given by my parents. And without getting into my entire life story, uh, around the time when I was graduating college, I went to a business and entrepreneurship event called Stand Out and Thrive, which was hosted by a friend Mon Khan currently. Some of my closest colleagues, peers, I do work with them, uh, and also just like family. And it was at that event where I realized Stand Out and Thrive, they had us focusing on what is your stand? What is the impact that you want to make in the world, the people that you want to serve, realizing that one can make an impact and make an income? Like there was this whole melding and molding and meshing together of the possibility of creating a life that worked for you and didn't require you to go out of your way to make it happen. And it was then when I realized that uh, the event that took place three months before I graduated was this calling card to choose what it was that I was going to stand for. And although at that time, and this was in 20, when did I graduate? It seems so funny to say that. 2018? I graduated in 2018, and three months before I graduated, I went to this event. I realized that I wasn't living the life of my own creation because I was about to graduate college with a degree that I was getting because I was told by my parents, by society, by everyone around me that you go to school, you get good grades, and you get a good job. You do that, and maybe you have some kids, a dog, white picket fence, and maybe one day you retire. And I think that most people would agree with me when I say that that is a reality or a model that was created 
a very long time ago, much like our education system, which, if I'm being frank, is outdated as fuck. It's like riding around in a horse and carriage when people are driving electric cars and cars are driving themselves. We're using dated ass models for a modern ass living. By the way, I curse and I haven't really gotten into that now, but the podcast, I'm going to talk more about what's inside of it, but there will be cursing. So if that is something that bothers you, uh, then maybe, you know, make a choice before you listen or just brace yourself. It's not really a big deal. I'm not like nasty and like, it doesn't matter how I am, honestly. But the point is, is that there will be cursing. So your choice. But what I'm getting at is I went through all those steps and I realized that I wasn't living as a product of my truth. That when I walked across the stage at my graduation, it was probably one of my parents' proudest moments in their life to see their son. To, I was the first person in my my family to graduate with a college degree to see them to see me walk across and I remember holding the piece of paper and feeling like this was an empty accomplishment that the over four years the four years of degree itself my bachelor's uh, feeling like it was in so many regards at that time a waste of time waste of money and it certainly didn't qualify the unprecedented level of depression and anxiety that I incurred during that process. Now there's another, there's a number of reasons for that and likely that story will be discussed inside of the podcast. I'm sure it has probably already, I'm not even, I don't remember. But the journey of my college experience was not enjoyable. It wasn't like college is the best years of your life. College was uh, at that time the worst years of my life. And I was chronically depressed, anxious, had a lot of awful things that happened uh, in terms of like loss of friends, like friends literally like lost their lives, took their lives. I was on the verge of being one of those people and being one of those statistics. I was working ungodly hours, schooling ungodly hours and had very little time for myself and what I was up to. There was no thought or energy behind what do I want my life to look like 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Not that I had to have every major detail laid out, but that I had some sense of where I was going. So for this 22-year-old graduating college to feel like they were no closer to having that figured out, that was a tough place to be for me. And this event woke me up, woke me up. Do you notice that there's a common trend here, COVID and everything else? It woke me up to the idea and possibility that there was a way that I could live as a function of my truth. More and more details, more and more life. Uh, I was inside of the uh, the aftermath of uh, Stand Out and Thrive, so Red Elephant uh, is the company, and I stayed inside one of their programs. And when I was inside of that program developing the business and the stand, uh, this concept of the wolf came about. And I'd always been a massive lover of the uh, the wolf as a not only the animal itself but also a symbol because to me wolf was both a pack animal and also a lone wolf that sometimes it did its thing on its own and sometimes it worked as a pack towards a common goal in that I felt that both of those pieces are necessary as humans sometimes we have to go and do our inner work so we can externally be better and that's part of again that truth getting the core of who we are inside and realizing the ultimate truth uh, and I think that that's mm, I have a sinking suspicion that there is one unifying truth 
and that is what I am, this podcast, we are, are up to, is distinguishing it not as an intellectual level, but at a true level of experience, that we can create a community and a conversation around realizing these ultimate truths so we can externally share that love, share that light, share that connectedness with the world or the people who decide to be inside of this container. And all of it is a, is a function of truth, or uh, choice. Choice of truth. You get to choose. Blue pill, red pill, which is such a brilliant analogy, right? You take you take one pill and you stay inside the matrix, or you choose the other one and you wake up and you, and you learn all the things. And I think that that's what this podcast, I don't remember which pill, I think the red pill is the one that lets you wake up and realize everything, I think. And I'm wearing red, uh, not intentionally. If it, I'm gonna have to go look it up again. I swear I've made this distinction so many times and I keep forgetting. Red equals something. We'll figure it out. But you pick one pill and you wake up. It's a great movie. If you haven't checked it out, you totally have to check them out. The, the philosophy and the metaphor and potentially the connection to reality is quite uncanny. So for me, the wolf, coming back to the wolf, I love the concept. I love the metaphor. And then uh, it just only added that one day I was talking to my dad and I was talking about the idea of uh, changing my name to Wolf and to, and all these things and he asked me why Wolf and I explained the whole idea and the metaphor and he said that yeah it's like it's like a double added bonus that Wolf spelled backwards is flow which when he told that I crapped my shorts I had to go change my shorts it was like a whole mess I had to come back and just, I never saw those underwear ever again but that's not the point the point is is that there was like this perfect synchronicity because I totally adhere to this concept of flow and it's actually one of the main spots of research that I spend a lot of time in now is the quantified neuroscience, neuropsychological, physiological components of flow. How do we tap into flow to tap into the impossible? As Stephen Collar would say, how do we tap into our infinite potential? And flow to me is a space routine intention and surrender. It's it's the melding of what I seek and letting go of how it molds together. And it's also a brilliant metaphor for life when we think about water, as uh, Bruce Lee pointed out, uh, be like water, be formless, be shapeless, put, it, put water in a cup, it becomes a cup, put water in a bowl, it becomes a bowl, put it into a teapot, it becomes a teapot, it can flow, it can crash, be water. This metaphor for life became a calling card to be malleable, to be open to change, just like in COVID. You had to be like water, because if you tried to latch on to your thinking like, oh, it's gonna go back to normal, the new air quote normal will never be the same. So bringing this all back, I changed my name to Wolf and follow the wolf was created as a function of this commitment that to follow the wolf is a metaphor and an homage to following the truth your truth to being committed to doing whatever it takes to live full out inside of a conversation that inspires you that invokes great confidence and great presence in all that you do and when we say or encourage someone to follow the wolf. It has absolutely nothing to do with me or this persona, persona translating to mask. 
It has everything to do with what do you want out of your life and what are you doing to make sure that that happens. So if you are checking this out, uh, I always would recommend listening to this before the subsequent ones because I think it creates context and it creates a container. Why I think this podcast is going to be well, I just think it's going to be fun because I love to talk. I can talk forever. If somebody is willing to listen to me, I'm willing to talk. Of course, I also love to listen because I love to learn. But this boy, that mouth, just be, it just be talking. It will keep talking and talking and talking. So some of the things to look forward to inside of this podcast, there's going to be a number of conversations with people, guests from all walks of life, with all walks and experiences of knowledge. And personally, I know that some of the things I'm most excited to talk about are neuroscience, psychology, spirituality, sexuality, sensuality, science, health, the brain, uh, pretty much anything that I can get my hands on to, we can get our hands on to that's fun and exciting. And quite frankly, the taboo, the things that common culture maybe doesn't want to talk about, but you can't put a number of things in taboo and say this is wrong this is bad because eventually the truth seekers like myself and those in the the fall the wolf community will look inside of this box and it will be raw it will be uncomfortable i will be sharing stories guests will be sharing stories uh that are quite frankly uh hard for us to share i know i've shared a number of things that were terrifying and there were so many so much more for me to share because again if the truth is expressed. The poison is no longer inside of us. It is now evocated, evoked. It is expressed and it is released through, if you want to refer to yogic context, through the throat chakra to release it from the internal system and then set that energy outward so it can leave, uh, so it can return back to the original source, if you will. And that will also be talked about and conversated is energy and the dynamics of spirituality but also like i'm a huge analytical like love the science so we're definitely going to bring all of the science and the fun in and weird weird just straight up total weirdness and i'm sure that as the journey goes on the weirdness will increase and increase as more comfortability comes because i'll be frank like this journey is terrifying because it requires sharing all the things that you would never want to tell your parents your family your friends or anybody for that matter because it means being seen naked for who you are as you are. And my hope, my intention, and my belief is that when we, as an individual, we as a society, as a collective, as a world, get committed to truth, get committed to being and living inside of truth, and not right or wrong, like, I'm right, you're wrong, this is my truth. No, it exists far beyond that. It is, uh, it is something quite... It's very sacred, and it's not something to to take lightly. It's something to to really sit with, to simmer with. Funny enough, I'm talking about truth and unedited and raw and unfiltered. Which, although I'm not going to edit this, I did have to pause it because uh, as soon as I said, as soon as I started getting the energy ramped up, two little girls come rolling by, just making a hell of a bunch of noise, which is totally cool. They're just being young, and I got to laugh the whole time. But we're back, so the. Again, bringing it all together, we're going to be talking about a variety of topics, but all of these topics are aimed towards, again, uh, identifying fundamental core truth, having these real and raw conversations, and hopefully the intention is fulfilled that people who choose to listen to this to invest their time will feel a calling, have the tools and the information that they need 
to move themselves in the direction of their dreams, their aspirations, the thing that really lights them up in this world. So I look forward to documenting and detailing this journey with you. And we will see you in the next little intro we do with the producer of this podcast, Cameron Douglas. And uh, then the first podcast that we have coming up in a couple of days with Cody Wooten, the legendary, I'm sorry, not legendary, uh, no, legendary leadership, unlocking heroic potential. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. And yeah, so much love to you. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to this. And we will see you in the next one. Peace.